good evening, everybody. That was my best attempt at Chris Russo, the Fresh Takes Podcast of Russo and Felice. Here on FairLakes1.com, I, of course, am Paul Russo, the fat mad dog. Cross from me, as always, man, myth. Unfortunately, not Mike Francesa, but someone better, someone more coherent, someone that definitely does not fall asleep on air. It's Nick Felice. Nick, how are you doing today? I don't know about that. I might someday. But, Paul, I think you could have done a better Chris Russo there. You didn't get the hand in there. Yeah, I was busy over here trying to get everything, you know, squared away. And, you know, it, uh, yeah, it kind of backfired, not going to lie. Well, I'm doing all right, Paul. Good to hear. Good Only to hear. the Pirates would get upstage on Garrett Cole's return against his old team because it's Manny Machado's return against his old team today. <laughs> but year two of the Fresh Tape podcast is in full swing. And I got my bet for a later topic in the show. I like it. It makes me feel aggressive. I can point at you, Paul. You're up. That was such a terrible pun joke. That was that good, actually. Thank you. Whoa. (laughs) So what do we got, Paul? (laughs) I thought you'd never ask, Nick. <laughs> we are, we're going to discuss the uh, drafts that occurred at the end of last week. The NHL, we're going to kick off first there. So we have a seamless transition from the NBA draft to discuss some free agency news. Excuse me. Free agency frenzy. Yeah. Uh, the MLB Home Run Derby, we're going to discuss that a little bit. And um, That's bad. What, our, what our ideal Home Run Derby might look like. And then uh, we'll get ourselves on out of here with our final fresh take. Nick is excited for his today, I can tell. Hopefully you guys are just as excited for his take as you am for me. I doubt it. Well, we, I, I would disagree with you. I think I think more people um, are in your corner than you think, without giving it too much away. Alright. Well, like, save you know. it for later. But I, mean, I guess that's just what I think, I suppose, I guess, with it, you know. Hey. But, Whoa. we cannot start to show it out mentioning that today's your last day as a 24 year old how's it feel i like i was 23 23 is a good year yeah i miss it i miss it i wish i could stay at 22 my entire life 21 it's like yeah you just need to the bar see? maybe this should have been your final fresh take <laughs> <laughs> maybe but i wish i could have stayed 22 the rest of my life you know 24 is all right Mm-hmm. I don't know what 25 is like. You don't know what 25 is like. A couple right, hours. If we keep talking about it, it will be your birthday, but. We won't be here for it. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, if we keep talking, but. No, nah, I will cut us off. <laughs> okay. But anyway. So, yeah. Enjoy. Thank you. You know, you're only 24, 365 times. You'll be 25 for 366 times. That's true. So enjoy it. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I guess without further ado, I'll, uh. We'll skate ourselves into the first topic. <laughs> uh, that was a terrible joke. Mm-hmm. Jack Hughes, he goes number one in the Jersey Devils in this year's NHL draft. Um, Nick, was, I know you were excited for the draft for a change in the NHL. Um, not, not the biggest NHL fan. No, that's true. But I am a low-key Rangers fan. I wouldn't say you're low-key when you wouldn't come to Geneva with us to hang out when you were watching the draft instead. You know what I mean? That's very true, yeah. 
but I digress. You know. But you guys were playing Pokemon. And Listen, I like Pokemon, group. but I haven't been in the game in a long time, so I haven't I haven't gotten out there. But the Rangers, I think, got the better player. I mean, you you go talk about Jack Hughes, but Capo Keko. I think the Rangers got the better player. I mean, they might have. I mean, I don't know. Only time will tell with these guys. I mean, I mean, how many Connor McDavid's are there in the world? One. You know. So you never know. I mean, this was uh, the draft um, for the NHL was kind of. Um, it's always a bit interesting because obviously there's the more international flair with it. Um, you know, obviously Jack Hughes, he's American, uh, but second pick Capo Kakos from Finland. Um, and then you go down the list. Um, we have third, the Blackhawks. They took uh, another center, Kirby Doc. Uh, he is Canadian. Keep going down the list. Obviously, you got a couple more Canadian. You got another Canadian, another American. Um, and then at six, the Detroit Red Wings um, took, and this is news to me. I didn't realize apparently this country is now producing hockey players in this way. Uh, Moritz Seider, I think I'm pronouncing his name somewhat right, but he's from Germany. <laughs> so, um, interesting stuff there, obviously. For you Sabres fans... Um, you guys took a center, Dylan Cousins, uh, out of Canada. Um, I, I think the Sabre fans are still upset about the lottery. Well, results. yeah, I mean, obviously, but you kind of – now you have a really decent uh, young core that you can kind of develop. But, yeah, they're obviously led by Jack Eichel. Um, Would have been nice to get another super. Yeah, but now your lines are pretty good. Um, it's not like this guy is, you know, bad. He's fairly – he's a fairly – Built guy, I guess, compared to a lot of other centers. I'd say about half centers in the NHL, you know, 6'3", but, you know, you'll get it's pretty good. And obviously, um, go down the list. Not, like I said, Sweden, USA, uh, Russia. We have our first Russian coming in at 10 for the Vancouver Canucks. Um, my team, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I really love this pick. Uh, they tend to do a fairly, fairly good job at um, scouting now. Um, a little bit of a dip, I think, in Nolan Foot. He's a left winger out of Canada, but uh, hockey is in his blood. Um, his father played two times Stanley Cup winner Adam Foot, so uh, I really like that pick. Um, they certainly it sets them up to kind of if they want to let some people go, they can, which is always nice. So um, kind of look at. Like I said, the NHL draft offers um, really wide-based talent. You know, usually, obviously, in the NBA draft, um, predominantly not, you know, American-based, um, but, you know, the prospects you hear of are typically from uh, the United States. Um, you look at the NHL, you get guys coming from the WHL in Canada, a lot of these junior leagues, WHL, uh, the Quebec Junior League, um, the OHL, um, another junior hockey team in Canada, hockey league team in Canada, that has produced, I'd say, the better portion of a lot of really good NHL and all-star players from that, you know, pipeline. Uh, Connor McDavid played in the OHL with the Erie Otters, so 
Um, obviously that. And then the international player, I mean, Russia pumps out these hockey players now. Um, obviously, you got Sweden, Finland, they keep on producing really good talent. Now you got other countries like Germany stepping up their game. So uh, the international pool for the NHL is what makes the NHL draft pretty exciting. Um, I said last week when we discussed it, the NHL draft kind of went, I guess, as expected. Um, you know, it really was a not for sure, I'd say, not for sure Jack Hughes all the way. Um, ended up being that way, obviously, and then um, pretty much um, the Rangers grow take, whether it was him or Capco Caco, whoever was left at number two, which is what they went with, so... Uh, some stuff there. Nick, you are the Rangers man. I'll let the floor go to you. Uh, Rangers send, send themselves up quite nicely. Uh, so with a nice young core coming up, and obviously Capo Caco is, um, fits that trend obviously quite well. Uh, I mean, not to, I guess, oversimplify it, but um, obviously it sets you guys up pretty nicely. Um, I know this was a guy that you were really wanting, so um, obviously I'm guessing you love the pick. Yes. Yes, I do. You know, he's got the name. Yeah. He's got the name for New York City. And New York City loves their hockey. And uh, was it you who said this? I don't know. Someone said this. I don't know where. I've heard this in my brain, but I, someone said this. They said NHL is better. Jim Spina. It was Jim Spina. Yep. That's who it was. I knew someone said it to me recently. NHL is better if New York City is good in hockey. Yeah, as a fan, yeah, I agree. But <laughs> um, I don't know. This guy's a big guy. Jack Hughes got, seems like he's got the more skill set. But this guy's a big guy. You know, he's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for the pick. You know, they're they're tanking. They're tanking the right way. They're they're rebuilding the right way. And in NHL, you don't really see a lot of busts. When a guy's good, they're good. So. I like the pick. I think it's a good start. It's going to – I mean, you don't really need to put people in the seats. People already come into the seats because that's New York City, um, the mecca. But I like the pick. I like this. In NHL's the, the league, it's kind of like the NFL. It's really quickly – it's easy to quickly turn around your team. You get that star player in NHL. You get that star quarterback in football. You can change around your team. Football and basketball, you need pieces. You need you need a bench. You need star players. You need role players. Baseball, you need bullpen. You need starters. You need hitters. You know, it takes a lot. It takes a little bit more to rebuild in those sports than it does in the NHL and NFL. But I like the pick, and uh, yeah. And this is weird. You know, this, I'm, I'm not jumping ahead here, but it's weird that the NHL... Defending champion is from America, <laughs> and the NBA's champion is from Canada. You know, first time it's ever happened. So we'll see what yeah. we'll see what happens next. Obviously, the thing is too with um, Kako is it, this tends to happen. Obviously, um, you know, in every sport, really outside of baseball, but he literally has a shot a shot to make a true immediate impact on that team going into next season. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if he'll be the offensive, you know, weapon right off the bat. Um, usually, not to say Tim Misby with the young guys in the NHL and hockey, but, you know, you have guys who, Connor McDavid came out of the gates freaking firing, right? Um, Eichel, 
Um, not to say they didn't. Took a little bit to kind of get going a little bit. It happens. It's going to be weird. I, you know, I think by the end of the season next year, I think Kako's going to be really good. I think, um, you know, ideally, I think he'll be up on the team just to start. You might as well get the feet wet with him. Um, he's been playing. He's been playing pro hockey over in uh, Europe. So I mean, I mean that's the thing with this too, right? Is you know even the junior leagues technically are classified professional under a lot of Canadian law. So you know look at that. And then obviously in Europe, uh, they do have some junior stuff. But if you're good enough, you're playing pro hockey right off the bat. Uh, for the most part, so um, you know that that should be interesting. You know, I I could see maybe potentially, you know, at some point he might dip. It's the way it is with everyone. I think you know. I think the possibility is there for them to go down for a little bit in the AHL, but you know, usually you don't see that on the top ten picks quite often. So I think he'll make. He's ideal, I think, for New York. They need a little bit help on offense. You know, their main guys on offense aren't getting any younger, obviously. Um, you know, Creeter's had a rough couple, rough now stretch over the past couple years. Uh, still work to do. but Injury-wise and obviously scoring-wise. But, yeah, I mean, there's work to be done with the Rangers, but certainly uh, I'd say the future's pretty bright with them with that pick. So and We knew this when we won the lot. Well, we won the lottery, got the second pick. If you get the top two pick... It was a good sign for any NHL team. Yeah. Because there was two star players coming up this year. So, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to go to watch really down, you know, come September when uh, preseason opens. Kind of see what happens here with these young guys. You know, really a lot of these young guys, too, it's fun to watch because, you know, they're that quick, a lot of them, that they literally zoom up and down the ice. It's really awesome to watch, so. Yep. Uh, plenty to keep our eyes forward to. Um, probably concludes our hockey stuff for a while. I yes. think I said that last week, but I, I think this time around, you know. Probably yeah, concludes. it doesn't get the hype the no. free agency like the NBA does. No. So uh, we'll shift gears. We'll head over to the NBA draft, which was see admittedly. Um, I said, see ya. Yeah, and I'll see you. We'll, we'll come back to you, though, for a couple stuff, Nick. Admittedly, this draft was a bit surprising. Now, I know what you're probably thinking initially. What are you talking about? Zion went one. Ja went two. RJ went three. Yeah, sure. I'd say for the better part of that top ten, for the most part, yeah, you're right. Fairly unsurprising. But, at the same token, we have a lot of interesting stuff, especially at the back end of this lottery, especially with some other players, too, who slid. It's not just Bull Bull who slid. Yeah, guys, like Nasir Little who slid. Um, certainly surprising. And then you have guys who, you know, admittedly, you're probably running a little bit of a risk taking them as high as you did. Namely, Cameron Johnson, um, who, whose rights will be traded to Phoenix. Um, I honestly thought the Heat made a little bit of a stretch taking Tyler Hero as well. Um, some surprise, like, I said, shoot. like I said, a lot of surprising stuff happened. Um, you had a stretch... From 15 through, what is it, 19, where I believe it was all but one pick. Or no, it was 15 through 20, where all but two picks were European. Um, a lot of people thought that, um, I'm going to butcher his name wrong, uh, Siku 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to bother. Uh, that people, guy. A lot of people <laughs> he thought he'd be taken in the ladder, and he wasn't. He was ta- his. He was picked by the Pistons in the 15th pick. Um, that's kind of where I guess things really, in my mind, kind of go a little bit weird. Um, the Jazz, for instance, Q's fans will know this name. Darius Baisley. Um, they took. They ended up taking him, but traded him to Oklahoma City. His rights. Um, he was the one who uh, we Syracuse is probably the biggest recruit we've had. Uh, maybe not this decade, but you know certainly the past five years from at least from the on paper standpoint of it. Um, ends up rescinding that. Uh, was going to play in the G League. Ended up not playing. Ended up taking an internship at New Balance. Um, which you're allowed to do. It's a weird rule or weird loophole in the draft. Um, so he ends up going, by all means necessary, to Oklahoma City. Um, Nasir Little ends up getting taken by the Trailblazers at 25, which I think is an absolute steal. Um, and then I guess the other guy in this mix, like, and I put him up there, is um, Bull Bull. He slid all the way down to 44, only to have his rights traded from Miami to Denver. Um that hurt. It, it did hurt because I was really, I really wanted Bull Bull at fourteen. I thought if we didn't get him at fourteen, obviously he was gone within the next two picks, and it never happened. Um, didn't happen the next thirty huh. picks. So, I'll just say one thing about this draft. Okay. I watched most of this draft right around when Brad Stinkins went got traded to the Knicks. You know, ESPN didn't know until after, but I didn't stay up. It got too late after that. For me. Yeah. I didn't stay up for the last, like, five, ten picks. But I watched that whole draft, Paul, and I don't even know who's on who. <laughs> yeah, it's a confusing process, right? It is so dumb. Just, like, I know the trades are not official. But as a viewer, can you please just give them the right hat? Oh, man, there's so many trades, so many people wearing the wrong hat. I don't even know who's on who. I have to look it up again to see who got traded to where. There's so many trades. I don't Just give them the, the team that's supposed to have the hat. Like, seriously, who was the fourth pick? Hunter? Wearing the Lakers hat? He was two trades after that. He was never on the Lakers. Never going to go to the Lakers. Why is he wearing a Lakers hat? Just, ah, NBA, do something about it. It's annoying. I just, confusing as a, as a fan. No, it is. Watching that. Like, when Bull Bull got drafted, I was like, oh, wow, Pat Riley just got a steal. Nope, not going to the Heat. It was a lot of people like that. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it was predictable. Top 10. I am pretty excited about RJ Barrett as a Knicks fan. The Mecca. Uh, I do like Brostankis. You know, second round trade up for him. The guy from Michigan. He's a good scorer. Don't know about his defense. But uh I don't know. What do you, what did he get? Who did he get? I don't know. I don't know who got who. Yeah, so, the so Heat, tell me who the Heat are taking you know, the more I think about it, it's not I guess a super bad pick. I still think it's a bit of a reach. But Tyler Heroes, who they took. Oh, they got Tyler Heroes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So Is that it? Um, yeah. Uh no, we also got um Second round, we traded up, technically. We ended up with... 
Where'd he go? KZ Okpala uh, from the Suns via the Pacers. Uh, so we got his rights. Um, okay. He played at Stanford. He was like Stanford's um, um, so he was a sophomore. Uh, he earned all Pac-12 first team honors last year, which I think for the Pac-12 this past year is not exactly saying a lot, but still, still something. Obviously, um, as well, uh, not to I guess dwell on it too big. Uh, Ty's battle and O'Shea Percet don't get drafted, um, but they sign contracts. Um, O'Shea to the Clippers, Tyus to Timberwolves. Uh, the Timberwolves um, after the draft the next day. Frank Howard did can't, not find it. No, team. Frank Howard did not. He'll be, he's playing summer league, I think, with someone. I can't remember who off the top. Oh, of my he head, did though. find the summer I league. I think so. I mean, the summer league, freaking everybody's playing in this year. If you like, Jimmer's playing with the Golden State in the summer league this year. But no. you didn't know that. Now I do like Kai Bowman signing with the Warriors. Uh, here we go. Kai Bowman, man. I think Tyus Battle got it dirty, and I think Kai Bowman got it dirty. And what I mean by dirty <laughs> is that they should have got drafted. If you don't know these guys, obviously you guys know who Tyus Battle is. He did go into Duke <laughs> and beat Zion and Barrett. That is the most impressive thing I saw from college basketball last season. I, I'm not kidding. That was impressive. Even though Chuku was the late MVP in that game. And Kai Bowman is a scorer for Boston College last year. Man, he should have been the MVP of the ACC last year over Zion. At me. Yeah, at me. Comment. He just didn't get the hype because he was in Boston College. This man getting ball. I don't know how he didn't get drafted. I still don't know how Bonzi Colson didn't get drafted last year. Bonzi Colson needs a chance to play. I know I'm a Notre Dame fan, but he needs a chance to play. He needs, Even though I am hearing, I did think I heard a rumor that you actually get a better deal getting signing a two-way undrafted than being a second-round pick. Maybe that's the reason. I don't know. But Kai Bowman and Tyus Battle got it dirty. O'Shea Percet is dirty. When I mean dirty, he's trash. He shouldn't play in the NBA. I he had a terrible year last year. Why the heck did he go pro? Because he can't. He can't go to school. He's probably terrible at school. And they don't pay players at Syracuse like they do at Duke. So uh, yeah, Frank Howard should have found a team over O'Shea Percet. I don't care what O'Shea Percet's body fat is. He's a better player. I mean, he's a worse player than Frank Howard. Frank Howard should have found a team before O'Shea Percet. O'Shea Percet is trash. How the heck did he even sign with the team? Tyus Battle got it dirty is the real point here. <laughs> that is what I'm saying about the draft. Some people got it dirty. Some people got some steals. But Kyle Bowman, you know, you know, it was it was a good draft. I enjoyed it. I just think they should really wear the hat of the team they're going to. Don't you think? Well, that was a hell of a rant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's up there. Um, but I will say one thing. The NBA did give the Lakers. I know this, the NBA did give Lakers Anthony Davis. The whole David Griffin thing. I know this is last week's topic or two weeks ago. 
David Griffin works for the NBA. He's an inside job. I'm telling you, he's an inside job. There's a reason they kept giving all these picks. Ooh, Lonzo Ball, DeAndre Hunter, trade him away for Anthony Davis because of David Griffin. Inside job, I'm telling you. Because of that lottery. Well, back to you, Paul. Yeah, I don't know where to go from there. Um, <laughs> Bobo. I, we already kind of discussed him a little bit, I guess. I, I, admittedly, I'm a bit shook right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no set is trash. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. The NFL does it right. You know, when there's a trade that happens, I mean, they get the right hat. It's not that difficult. No, it's like it's not even that big of a deal if the trade so, doesn't go through. I don't know. I mean, it's just weird. It was it was still a pretty fun draft, kind of you know you get a little bit of unexpectedness to it this year, uh, I guess that we don't normally get. Um, yeah, like I said, you, like you know we had some people slide, and it's not often the NBA draft that we do get that we get every now and then in the, in the NFL draft, obviously, whether it's a Brady Quinn or Aaron Rodgers, but no more Brady Quinn references for the rest of the year, please. Okay, but yeah, I think that probably will conclude at least. You know the NBA stuff for the draft. Now it's the real. While while we go to Nick's probably favorite um, basketball topic that we get to discuss. It's a big year. Yeah, big uh, summer. You want to one, Nick? I'm gonna go to you for the lead on this you know, one this because is probably the because fifth you, time you've done this. Well, no, because it's like a week. Because it's your team is going to be still be a big player in this. I feel like so. I'll let you yes, as a Knicks fan, we are looking to sign injured players <laughs> and give them the max. Because that's the Knicks way. I was about to say that's the Nick way. <laughs> the only thing that would be more Nick is if they somehow convince Patrick Ewan to come out of retirement. <laughs> or Eddie Curry. But, uh, yes, so free agency starts. Did you just say Eddie Curry? Yes. What a freaking name. What a player. I'll give you another one. Jerry Jeffries. Tim Tom or Tim, damn it, I screwed it up already. <laughs> Who are you even going to say? Who's Tim Thomas? Tyrus Thomas. Oh, uh, but anyway, the free agency starts at noon on Sunday. They moved it up a day. Sunday. Sunday at noon, so that way they can get the big names out there during the middle of the day instead of late at night on midnight. Because uh, some people think Durant could sign first, so you can verbally. Sign with a team on that day. I don't think you can officially sign until July 6th or something like that. But I don't know if we're going to have any DeAndre Jordan stuck in his house with a gun to his head situations this year like they did with the Kleppas. And he ended up going to Dallas. And then he ended up going to my New York Knicks. But I think it's going to be some crazy. I think people are going to move, Paul. I think we're going to see some people moving. I think... Kawhi is going to stay. I think Kawhi will be the biggest name to stay. A lot of people think he's going to Clippers. The Clippers? Really? Whoa. I dropped the bat. But we're good. Uh, I think Kawhi will be the biggest name to stay. I think Durant's out. I don't care what Andre Iguodala has to say. Um, But, uh... I think Durant's out. He knows he can go out and get a max anywhere he wants. He wants to get out of there. Like I know him. <laughs> he wants to get out of Golden State. Um, very intriguing where he goes. I don't think 
the Nets are going to get a player over the Knicks. It's like Yankees and Mets. It's like Rangers and Islanders. It's like Dodgers and Angels. It's like Cubs and White Sox. They're going to go to the Cubs. They're going to go to the Yankees. They're going to go to the Knicks when they have the same stakes. Obviously, they would go to Brooklyn if the Knicks had no cap room at all. But when they have the same stakes, you're going to go to the Knicks. Because why would you want to go to the Nets? The time when the Knicks are there, over half the stadium is Knicks fans in your place. There's more Knicks fans, and it's the Mecca. You got to come to the Mecca. You know, you got to help them out. And David Fisdale helps. He's a buddies with everybody. I like that. He helps. I don't know who they're gonna get. I think Kyrie, but I don't trust Kyrie. Kyrie says he's gonna stay in some places. He always leaves. Um, I think KD. Why don't you broaden your horizons? <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of K's in the free agency. We got Clay. We got Kawhi. We got Kevin. We got Kyrie. We got Kemba. We got Kristaps. Kristaps. Yeah. Kristaps. What a bum. Chris. Wouldn't that be something if he leaves Dallas? We have, you also have Chris. Chris Middleton. Yes. Yes. A lot of K's. Lots of K's. Um, Paul, what do you? What do you? What's your take on Sunday's start of free agency? Well, I don't think you'll see any big names. I don't think off the bat sign right away. Um, do you think it's going to be like a Kevin Durant domino once he goes? Everyone goes. I think it will be a Kawhi domino. Um, because only because of the fact that he's given the Clippers a meeting, obviously. Um, yeah, it's going to be weird. going to be interesting, I think. Um, now we have the Celtics in on Kemba, apparently. It's weird. Um, Celtics are desperate. They yeah. know Kyrie's leaving. It'll be interesting, I guess, to see, too, where D'Lo ends up, D'Angelo Russell. I guess the Lakers are now emerging back again. I Where's Kawhi going? He's staying? Kawhi's either staying or going to the Clippers. I think he stays. Um, he's gonna meet with the Knicks. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'd imagine he stays in Toronto. I don't know why he'd leave just yet. Um, Durant, I think Durant's leaving Golden State. Kyrie's obviously not going back to Boston. Kemba, I think, goes somewhere. Um, Clay, I think, will stay. Chris Stubbs, I think, will stay. Jimmy Butler's going to be an interesting one. I don't know. Not a lot of teams I don't think he fits very well. Um, only because of the way his personality is. I think now there's also a bit of a... Uh, he will not go back you know, to Minnesota. No, I don't think he'll go back to Minnesota or Chicago. Um, yeah, the one report today of him with a sign-in trade with Houston I don't think will work out well. I don't see him and Harden being... Great teammates you together. Think, does Houston deal Paul? Um, if they think they could get like, if for whatever reason they think they could get like a Kyrie or someone like that, yeah. I don't think so though at this point, only because it seems as though those rumors about how there was supposedly turmoil were shot down pretty quick. So, do you think Kristaps signs with a team and they match their deal? Does that happen? I think he'll stay in Dallas anyway. I don't think so. Um, he'll he'll get the max. His max, I think, is like five years. 
what is it, five like five years, one something. I can't remember off the top yeah. of my head exactly. Um, Melo's a free agent. Where's he going? Otto's uh, Beheim's army. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to get him on that team. You heard it here first. He's going to Beheim's army. He should. Yeah. He's not going to play in the NBA. Um, yeah, you know, it's going to be an interesting free agency. Like, you know, you have a lot of – I'm looking at this top 20 list, and you have a, the bottom half of this list, 10 through 20, you have a lot of good players. You got Vucevic, Zilo Brogdon, Boogie, Al Horford, uh, Julius Randle now. He's opt out of his deal. Um and then you got some older big guys in there, Brooke Lopez, Paul Millsap, and Marcus All that can all still play to a certain degree, obviously. So I think you have to decide by Saturday when yeah. they're to opt out. Yeah. Um, what no, if Durant opts in? I wouldn't be surprised, but I think that's just him at that point, just wanting to get guaranteed money. Even though I He's think so, somebody will throw a max at him. Like I like I said, it, the Knicks will definitely throw a max at him. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know if the Nets are going to do that anymore. Obviously, uh, they're, they're hesitant on Kyrie. So, you know, it'll be an interesting spot, I guess, to be at. For What's them. the Heat's plans? Um, ride it out till next year, <laughs> the way it sounds. I don't know. Um, okay, yeah. Nick. For you, because your team, obviously, in the Knicks, Mecca. Yeah, I know we already said Durant, but in an ideal world, you know, who? Because they can do two max spots, right, the Knicks? All right, both, both max spots. Who do you want? Who do I want? Who do I think? Who do you want? And then you can go with who do you think. Who do I want? Yes. I want an injured Kevin Durant, and I want Kyrie Irving. Who do I think? I have a really bad feeling. <laughs> I have a really bad Oh, I know. I actually know the name that you're going to say. I know it. I just realized it. I have. No, you don't. Because I have a really bad feeling this could go bad. And they're not going to sign anybody to the max. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I have that. Because you know why? James Mitherfudgeon Dolan will be the reason why. No one wants to play for that. I one hundred percent thought you were saying Tobias Harris. <laughs> well, yeah, that's my joke. <laughs> Tobias Harris and Chris Middleton sign of the max. Yeah, that's my joke. I usually keep saying, but no, I have. I really like if Kawhi stays, Kemba stays, Kyrie goes elsewhere, Kevin Durant stays, Clay stays. You know, a lot of people stay. Yep. Jimmy Butler might not have interest. Honestly, I I think Kyrie Irving, hate to say it, because I'd rather have another there, – there's better point guards than Kyrie Irving out there. But I think he is the number one big-time free agent that the Knicks will land this offseason. Obviously, we want to land Durant. But I just you just don't know what Durant's thinking. You don't know what anyone's thinking. The only one that you know who's thinking is thinking, who's thinking, <laughs> is Kyrie Irving. He don't want to stay in Boston. That's the only thing we know, for sure. So, I want Durant and I want Irving, and I want 
Irving to play with these young players, maybe not make the playoffs. Get another pick. Get another lottery pick. Hopefully do good in the lottery. Get another young player up when Durant comes back next season. So it's like a two-year plan I'm looking at right now. But it's always nice to have Kevin Durant in the bag. So, yeah, that's what I think, and that's what I want. I like it. I like how you're being confident yet humble and realistic as a Knicks fan at this point. Knicks fan. Mari Stoudemire. We're building a statue. <laughs> Not good. I like Amari. I like Stat. Not good. Not good that we're building a statue. The Mellow statue will definitely get knocked down in a few days. All right. So, this topic I'm pretty excited for. I, I've heard. I've heard um, rumors. So, I'm a, let's drive right. Let's do this right in. Let's get right into it. So, the Home Run Derby this year for the MLB is coming up here during the All-Star break. We're about three weeks off. Two weeks off, technically, I think. The All-Star game, I think it's two weeks from today, yeah. right? Yeah. We're two weeks off. We only have two confirmed people this year for the Home Run Derby, which has an, en- an added incentive this year of a million dollars for the first place winner. Really? Who's um, playing? I didn't hear. So our two confirmed uh, players are Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and hometown player for the Indians, Carlos Santana. Um, you know, this is um, interesting. We have six spots available in the Home Run Derby now. Um so yeah. they're in. Yeah, they're in. All right. A lot of rumblings about who might get asked yet, who won't. Guys like Pete Alonzo and Cody Bellinger, we hope, are in. Bellinger has already said he won't participate this year, but would next year. Trout's never played, right? Nope. Trout's never been in it. Judge says he won't be in it until New York hosts an all-star game again. Um, that's an interesting, so that's an interesting this got, statement. So, so this got us thinking, you know, home run derbies. They're cool, you know. It'd be awesome. So we're gonna do this. We're gonna play th- this game two different ways, Nick. Who we want to see this year, outside of the two that are already in, and who are the eight players throughout history that we would want to see in the home run derby? In a home run derby. All right. So I'll start off this year. So um, we got obviously Vlad Jr. We got Carlos Santana. Right, so so I write that down quickly. So I look through this list kind of off the bat, right? Some people who have said they would, said they won't. So I'm going to take away the people who said they won't. So next on this list, I think it's a fairly obvious one, I think. And this is for this year? Yes. This year. I think we all want to see Christian Yelich in it, you know. Safe to say, you know, he's mashing right now in Milwaukee. Done pretty well for himself so far. If it far. was in Milwaukee, I'd watch out. Yes. My second guy, and he says he wants to be in it. Apparently he hasn't gotten an invitation yet. And I know he's fairly fresh in the season still. But we have Vlad Jr. in there who hasn't played the whole year. I want to see Shoei Otani in it. Um, obviously he can hit. But he gives you that international flair in this game that, um, you know, baseball, may, maybe the MLB kind of needs right now a little bit. You know what I mean? Especially, and it gives you that spotlight back on the Home Run Derby. Home Run Derby, for years, was what the All-Star Game, well, a lot of people wanted to go to the All-Star Game for was the Home Run Derby. So that's four. We're halfway there. Um, I'm going to go with a homer pick on this one, admittedly. I'd love to see Luke Voigt in it. Um, the dude literally just 
mashes the ball. Uh, has a really great personality. I think he'd be fun to watch in it. Um, next pick, somebody that you like, somebody that I like. I want to see Josh Bell. Um, now, I don't know what side of the plate he'd bat from. I think power-wise he's better from the left-handed side. Um, That's true. But I think his average has been better on the right-handed side this year. I don't know. It's a tough spot to be in for him. So which side do you choose? It doesn't matter to me. I want to see him actually in the All-Star I want to see him, one, in the All-Star game, and two, in the Derby. I think it's what the people want. So that leaves us two spots left. Interesting position to be in. A lot of people still available. A lot of people still on the map. A lot of people still um, asking, hey, we want to be in, or hey, I wouldn't accept the invitation. Understandable. Hey, I get it. Sometimes you play in the All-Star game and your swing goes away. I understand. But throw that out the window. You want to know why, Nick? Give me, from the Dodgers, Max Muncy. Another guy who can rake. Um, uh, pretty much has given us our big headline here in the past month of baseball with you can go get it out of the ocean yourself. Um, again, another guy with a great personality, I think, for our baseball currently. Um, I think it'd be really well. So we have... I think at this point, I want to try and get this as even as I can, but I don't think it's going to end up that way. Oh, it actually will. So we have, my list has four AL right now and three NL with one slot left. Um, so we're going to keep in the National League. Um, you know, maybe not a guy we recognize for power, but I think he'd be fun in the Derby. Javi Baez. I think he'd be kind of fun to have in the Derby. Uh, again, his personality is really great, infectious, I feel like. Um, maybe not the guy, you like I said, you expect out of power, but I think if you just set him up there with a bat and a, hat and a good time, I think he'd be a fun person to watch. So that's who I think the Derby should be this year. That'd be my picks. Um, so it's Vlad Guerrero Jr. and yep. who? Carlos Santana. So both... From the American League. Yep. So I'm going to finish out the American League roster. Okay. I like that. I like that. I respect that. I want to see... I have decided... I haven't decided who, but I want to see one of these two guys in. Mm-hmm. Either Joey Gallo oh, he's or Mazzaro, who just crossed oh, yeah, the 505-foot home run. I think the 500 foot, oh, five, whatever, 500 foot home run mm-hmm. was nice, but I want to see Joey Gallo in the home All run. All right. I think that man can rake. Um, I want to. I want to see him in. I want to see. I think he he can put up a, put on a show, a surprising show. A lot of people wouldn't expect mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Then my last American League pick. I'm throwing out a lot of honorable mentions. But I was thinking either between Edwin Encarnacion oh, yes. or Daniel Vogelbach, oh. a Mariner, and an ex-Mariner. But I'm going to go with the ex-Mariner. I want to see the parrot fly. All even right. though we won't see the parrot. But I want Edwin Encarnacion in my home run derby. Now for my four National Leagues. We're halfway there. For my four National Leagues. Obviously Josh Bell. But here's the thing. 
Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, every time I've watched the Pittsburgh Pirates in the Home Run Derby, they have done absolutely terrible. Jason Bay, zero home runs. Andrew McCutcheon, terrible. Pedro Alvarez might have moved on to the next round. I don't know, but he turned into a bust anyway. But let's get Josh Bale in there. Why not? Feed Pedro Taco. It is interesting. I didn't, I didn't realize. Yeah, that's right. He's hit from both sides of the plate. It'd be interesting what he does. But next, Josh Bell. We got to have the defending champ in there, Bryce Harper. Let's get Bryce Harper in there. Let the okay. man defend his crown, Paul. Let him defend his crown. All right, all right. So Bryce Harper's in there. He's the big name. Uh, after that, after that, I want to see Pete Alonso play. Okay. Let's let's give him a shot. He's a rookie this year. Probably going to screw Pirates rookie Brian Reynolds out for rookie of the year. But the man can rate. He doesn't slow down. Put Pete Alonzo in the home run derby. And then my last pick, Paul, might surprise you. All right, all right. Put Derek Dietrich in the home right. run that derby. That doesn't surprise me. I like that. Well, because. Well, I know why it should surprise me, but I know what you're aiming for on the surprise factor. Because it's the big stage. Yes. It's the big, the big spotlight. Nothing would make me happier if the Reds' Derek Dietrich went up there and hit zero home runs in front of everybody. Wow. Some I see he's, he's having some problems with the Brewers, too. It's not just the Pirates. <laughs> that man just needs to get plunked in the face. And I, I don't say this Easy. about a lot of people, but he needs to just get plunked. He needs to learn. The kid needs to be humble. Put him in the home run derby. Let him embarrass himself. All right. But good luck. All right, so for us <laughs> then, uh, outside of the guys who are already in it, uh, we got, for me, Yellow, Chotani, Voigt, Bell, Muncy, Bias. For you, Gallo, the wing, as I call him, Harper. Uh, we both have Bell, Alonzo, and Dietrich. So, oh, but, like, Yelich, I would be all right with Yelich. Yeah, there, yes. Obviously. So, my all-time, if I could pick eight people to have in a home run derby, um, this one's this one's interesting. I think a lot of people may find some of this interesting, uh, some of these picks. Others maybe not. Um, I guess it depends what I guess era you're from. Um, then again, you know maybe not. I guess I like I said this is this is our dream home run derbies that we if we could put everyone in their prime together and just give them the what are they doing ten outs again? This, I don't know what the rules are this year. They change it up every year. It feels I like hope not. I didn't like that. Um, I like the new one. You know, I don't like the whatever distance bonus. That, no, yeah. How can you tell? Not That's yet. not fair. 30 seconds is a lot of time. Yeah. I don't like that. No. So, I got I got some names here. I'm ready to go, I feel like. Nick, you got an idea of who uh, some people you want to see? Yeah. Okay. I think I do. All right. So, I'll go first, I suppose. So, number one for me. Um, is a guy that I have a personal love for. Uh, Nick, it might surprise you, but Willie Stargell for me is number one on my list. Um, this was a guy who hit four balls in his career out of stadiums, two times out of Dodger Stadium, which is incredibly hard to do. Uh, but this was a guy who, I mean, uh, what's the proper way to put it? Gentle Giant? Um, 
big big dude um was nicknamed pops we from the we are family pittsburgh pirates world championship series winning team back in 79 so that's who i'd go with as my first pick number two for me uh probably an obvious one ken griffey jr uh pretty obvious there i think why number three for me uh twins uh legend harman killebrew uh, he was just a big-ass dude who hit long home runs when he did hit home runs. But he also hit for average. A uh, really tremendous baseball player. A uh, guy who tends to get a little bit forgotten about in the greatest player discussion. Uh, somewhat for obvious reasons. So, um, yeah, there's that. Um, five on my list, or four on my list. I skipped over him. Four on my list is Barry Bonds, obviously. Um, I don't care what anybody says. I mean... He was a guy who could simply put the bat on the ball and obviously hit it for a lot of power and a long way a lot of time. Um, number five on my list, uh, strictly for the performance of it, I feel like, uh, Josh Hamilton. I feel like if you were put him in the home run derby with these guys, I think he would do extremely well. Number six, Mickey Mantle. Um Again, guy who, again, overall great player. Hit a lot of home runs, though, obviously, in the 500 club. 60 home runs in one year one time. Um, obviously, um, had power. Again, he's a lot like, you want to know what he played? He, him and Griffey are similar players in that regard. Number seven, Hank Aaron. Um, obviously, tremendous, tremendous player. Um, can't, I guess, script him any better to beat him in a lot of ways. I mean, this was a guy who take out his home runs. He was still uh, three th- in the 3,000-hit club. You know, not much more, I guess, you could really say about him in a lot of ways, I suppose. But, um, again, uh, you know, all these guys deserve to be on this list. Number eight, uh, a little bit of a tough one for me, uh, but I'm going to go a personal route on this one, I suppose. Uh, one of my favorite players growing up, Jim Tomey. Um, when he, when he had a power on that ball, man, he, he had that country strength with him and he would launch that ball. So I feel like I eclipse a couple different generations of players, obviously. Uh, but I, that'd be a thing of pretty fun home run derby to watch. So I have, I've had in my head the eight, I've been thinking about the eight. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of the similar ones. Okay. Three off the bat. All right. There's always discussion who's the greatest power home run hitter of all time. Yep. Let him get in there. Bonds. All right. Roof. Oh. And Aaron. All right. Let all three of them play. Let's see who's the best. Let's see who's the best. And maybe the other five can win. I have Griffey. Mm-hmm. Griffey Jr. Love to see him play. Out of respect, one of the biggest power hitters Pirates ever faced in my time. I'd like to see him back in it. Prince Fielder. Oh, that is a good one. Put Prince Fielder in there. He was one of the scariest power threats I ever had. He really was. He was, man, if he didn't get hurt. A couple of these guys on our list, man, if they didn't get hurt. Especially when he was with Texas. He could hit a lot of runs there. You stole my one. I thought thought I'd get away with it. Josh Hamilton. Let him go in. Let's see how he does, though. I want to see him in there. I'll get my bias pick in there because, you know, I just want to see him play. I never saw him play live. Roberto Clemente put him in there. That's an interesting one. I want to see how he does. You went Stargell. I went Clemente. I want to see him play. 
Obviously, like last pick, I'd like to go Derek Dietrich to embarrass him even more. Jesus. But I'm not. Let, let, let's give him a Let break. the man live. <laughs> but here's the most interesting pick I want to see go against the best of the best. All right. Improve. I just want to see. It's not even like he wins this because this is some good hitters in this thing. Mm-hmm. I just want to see him in it. Give Madison Bumgarner a chance at the home run derby, the pitcher for the Giants. Put him in something. I want to see how many home runs he could really hit. What's he got? Like double digit career home runs? Yeah, he has like eighteen or something like that. It's something he he has it by like eight or so home runs by pitchers who are active. Yes. I want to see Madison Bumgarner home run derby. I like that. Put him on the biggest stage. So Recap, I have Stargell, Griffey, Kilber, Bonds, Hamilton, Mantle, Aaron, and Tomey. You have Bumgarner, Griffey, Fielder, Bonds, Ruth, Hamilton, Aaron, and Clemente. Not bad. I'd be intrigued. I would watch that. I yes. would love watching that. That'd be fun. Yeah. That was a fun segment. We need to do that more often. We need to figure out ways so I can get the list actually on there. We'll make it work. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, that'll take us to our final fresh takes of the night. Nick, uh, who do you want to go first tonight? Yourself or me? Uh, save the birthday boy for last. All right. So take it away, Nick. Well, Your final fresh take is... <laughs> Big Brother. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's a fan out there, but I am. I'm more of a Survivor fan, but a Big Brother fan. So Big Brother, I'll explain it real quick for you. We got some time, you know. Relax. <laughs> Sit down. Expect the unexpected. Big Brother is a house of 16 people, and you vote someone out every single week. You have to win so everyone competes for the head of household. Whoever's the head of household nominates two people on the block. Who's on the block can go home. Two people or sometimes three people. And then there's a veto where you can try to veto yourself off the block. Someone can use the veto on you any way of playing it. But once the veto's done, once the HOH is done, whoever's on the block is the only people you can vote for that week. Then everyone else besides the HOH, the head of household, votes for who gets to go home, who's on the block. Unless there's a tie, then the head of household votes who goes home. So they go home, and then you just keep doing that over and over and over again. The next head of household, everyone can compete for it besides the guy who just won it. So you keep doing that for weeks, and eventually you get to the end of the game. And then the jury, which is usually the top 11, so the other nine of the 11, vote for the winner in the final two. Whoever played the best game wins. So this is the 21st season of Big Brother. Eight girls, eight guys. They sit in a house for 90 days, and you play games. Sounds like a pretty awesome vacation. There's usually pretty good-looking girls in there. Some buff dudes, if you're into that. Anyway, I'm just going to give you a weird rabbit hole. <laughs> here, I, I'm just going to give you my picks, who I think. This is a guy. He's 53 years old. He's an engineer from Houston. I sent some uh, Chris, uh, Chris Collinsworth just now. <laughs> now, here's a guy. <laughs> now, here's a guy. He's, like, got... 30, 20, 30 years on everyone. The old person never seems to make it in Big Brother. This guy's name is Clef. Do you, Paul, do you see this guy on the screen right now? Do you, do you <laughs> like this guy's chances to win no, the game? No, I don't. <laughs> He's got like 20 plus years on everybody. 
I think he'll be a good time. Now, this is a, here's a guy who's 22. No, here's a guy. College student from Knox, Knoxville, Tennessee. His name is Ovi. He is a sleeper. He's a sleeper. He looks like a super fan. I, I think I think he can make a run, but I'm not picking him. My guy pick is the, here's a guy who's a fitness trainer from Tampa, Florida. It's hometown of Chicago. He's 28 years old. I'm going with Jack Matthews. He is my guy pick. I think he could be a good, good physical threat if he gets a nice alliance. That will help him off stay off the block. But my girls' picks, well, I mean, just shout out Christy Murphy. Just shout her out. Here's a girl that could get into a showman's a relationship. That's what they go for in this game. I'm not into that. I'm just into the whole gameplay. Now, here's a girl who's my girl pick. And her name is Annalise Talvavera. She's 22. She's a college soccer star. From Simi Valley, California. Huh, Paul? You hear me? Simi Valley. Oh, the real bros. This is my girl pick. I think she's the threat. I haven't seen tonight's episode. It was on tonight. So so it's, it gets weird in the first week. They don't vote someone off till the fifth episode next Thursday. But normally there's episodes on Sunday nights at 8, Wednesday nights at 8, and Thursday nights, the live eviction of the house, 9 o'clock on Thursdays, all on CBS. Yes, I know. It's three nights a week. You have to watch it three nights a week. There's 40 episodes through the summer. and It's a lot of time. And then you could also watch them live if you, if, you, if you have time for that. I don't have time for that. That is CBS All Access where you can watch it live. Um, it's on CBS Sundays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays during the summer. Give it a click. And it will change your life in a positive or negative way. <laughs> it's a good show. I like it. I like my reality game shows. Not crazy on Amazing Race. Survivor's my number one. Big Brother's my number two. It's a good show. Ah, those are my picks. Annalise and Jack. All right. Solid job. I, I, yeah, for me, it's... Oh, oh, I clicked on the wrong one. That's awkward. There we go. <laughs> But now yeah. here's a guy. Now there's a guy. So that was solid. I, you know, I'm not a big brother guy, but, you know, for people out there who, who might be, you know. Expect the unexpected. Yeah. So for me, mine's an unexpected final take. Minor league baseball. Look, let these teams have some fun. I'm sick. Okay, look. This all stems from last late last week. I'm on Twitter. And, you know, a minor league team is doing a name promotion thing where, you know, they change up their name for a couple games a year and has something to do with more super localized type deal. And I'm sick of these people who think that it's a big deal or big issue that they aren't being their own team. Look, minor league baseball ain't the major leagues. It's more fun. It's more localized. Like, let the teams have some fun here. Like, if I'm going to a game, I don't... This isn't a knock on them per se because the owners of the Mets own them. But, like, the Syracuse Chiefs had an identity. The Syracuse Mets, they might as well be the team playing in, playing actually in Queens right now, <laughs> right? How's Tebow doing? Ah, who cares? That's not the purpose of this. The purpose of this right now is let these teams have some fun. If I want to go see the Rocket City Trash Pandas, 
and buy their merchandise. I'm going to. It's a cool name. Just let it happen. This isn't the Yankees where you have to be freaking pin up, shave everything, and be clean cut. Look, minor league baseball is fun. It's meant to have that identity of being your like actual local team if you live near one. It's supposed to be that play on words. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be family oriented. Like, if I want to go see the Montgomery Biscuits, I'm gonna go see the Montgomery Biscuits. You know, I don't want to see the Mount. I don't want to go see the Montgomery Braves, or the freaking Jacksonville Marlins, or Preach. the or the freaking uh, let's see the Indianapolis Pirates. No, I want to see the Indianapolis Indians. I want to see the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Just let these teams be. Preach. Not gonna lie, I got a little bit of a headache from that. Well, you—that's two rants by us yeah. today. I feel pretty good. Well, that takes us to the end of the show for today. Um, as always, we thank everyone for tuning in, giving us a listen. Nick, uh, who are you shouting out today? You no, know, before I get to my shout out, I just oh. want—I want to invite to the next Pokemon Go trip. You will be. I mean, we just want. I you know to come. I missed it for the Rangers draft, but. I need to get back out there. I've been thinking about it. Yeah, you do. I need to get back out there. I was a big fan. But my shout-out is history today. Wow, history. History's your shout-out? Yes. I am going to shout-out my brother Matt for the first time ever. All right. You know, shout him out. I don't know how I... I haven't shouted him out yet. He's been on the show plenty of times. I've shouted out Pat plenty of times. But shout-out to my brother Matt... You know, hopefully his marriage get an all-star. <laughs> yeah. Does every team have to have one anyway? Well, have you seen the team? Good point. <laughs> As always, we thank everyone for tuning in. If you haven't, like, share, subscribe, all the fun stuff. Um, we'll be back next week, 4th of July week next week. So, uh, I don't know what we'll discuss, but we'll see you guys then. Could be fireworks. Could be. You never know. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week here on the Fresh Shakes Podcast.